Staring at her brother's Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren. And today we're going to be talking about, about Man O' War from Raven 2, The Joy Fantastic. Recorded early, mid, and late 1999 at Paisley Park and released on the 9th of November 1999. On the track, we have Prince, uh, we have Kirk Johnson, we have The Hornheads, and we have some uh, orchestration from Claire Fisher. Um, the track is 514, or on Raven 2, it is 512. Um, I don't know why it's two minute, two seconds shorter. I'm not sure what Prince did to it. Joining me to talk about today is Victor Azevedo. Hello, Victor. Hey, Darren. Um, so in terms of like a genre, I, I think it's pretty simple to say it's a ballad. Um, you know, like kind of, I don't know, the fact that it starts with the words, why you screaming, like, and <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the kind of the chorus is, why you screaming, you know, I'm not a man of war. Like that's kind of like the line that gets repeated you know, throughout the song. Um, and then, I mean, there's no, I, I say chorus, there's not really a chorus. It's just those two lines are repeated at the start of kind of every verse mm-hmm. as the song goes on. Um, and I don't know, it's like, I think it's Prince trying to convince someone that he's peaceful. Um, but the person that's with him seems unconvinced that he's yeah. not a man of war. Mm. Um, which, of course, is also the name for like a... Um, uh, it's like is it like a what are they called now? It's like a jellyfish. jellyfish. Yeah, it's a Portuguese yeah. man of war. Yeah, <laughs> which was I think also the name of um, the wrestler, just incredible. Uh, <laughs> I think he he went by the name Man of War briefly, um, where he had to wear like some pants on his head, some like bright mm. bright purple pants on his head or something. Oh, it was it was not a good time for just incredible. No, um, no, but yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it, it's just one of the it's just one of those weird things where like the title, the way that it's not it's not man of war. It's man of war. So it makes mm. you think immediately of like the jellyfish, mm. and then for the entire song, you're just like, what is like what is Prince trying to say? Yeah, you know, like he's trying to convince someone of something. Yeah, because I actually kind of think this is kind of more a boys to men slow jam thing. So you can actually, because how he does the harmonies and stuff like that sounds like a Boys to Men song, or that kind of thing. Like you're just waiting for that, you know, the the dude boost guy or whatever. And my actually read of this song is actually about he's actually this woman's actually trying to start a fight with him. Like why are you screaming? Because it talks about you know break the gold chain that I gave you, and you know I love you, but you know we're not good for each other. So I kind of think this is kind of a weird breakup song, and she's trying to like start a fight with him and he's going no 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 no! i don't want to start a fight with you i'm not a man of war that's what i think yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I mean like i mean i guess that's correct because like he, you know he's saying yeah, like yeah he does say you know break the gold chain i gave you you know throw it down on the floor and it's like instead of this seven page letter i wish you had a peace of mind which you know mm. my friends tell me you should let her go but loving you is a waste of time um and mm. of course that's when he kind of does this kind of melancholy it's yes it is it's a waste of time um, mm. And then, of course, we, you get these kind of little, um, I don't know, kind of like little transitions where he says, I need to get out of this city. I need to get out of my head. I need to get away mm. from the words that you said to me. And then he goes back to the, what are you screaming? You know, I'm not a man mm. of war. Um, so, it, I, I don't know, it does sound like it is Prince kind of conflicted. 
And, mm. you know, but like I said, like the way that the, the song is kind of produced, it makes you think it's like a ballad. Yeah. You know, but it, it isn't really kind of, it doesn't really kind of fit in that mode. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, like, I mean, I'm not a fan of the production on Raven to the Joy Fantastic. You know, I'm sure this is something that people will get tired of hearing, you know, as we go through these kind of like 16 songs. Um, but this is kind of, this is one of the songs that I like a bit more. Um, I, I, can't, like, I find the production to be very kind of like claustrophobic and kind of robotic. And like, it, it, it feels very much like kind of Prince, you know, on kind of, I don't know, like on automatic, like not really kind of putting his full effort in. So I do kind of like the the way that he sings on this song because it, at least like particularly when he has those little kind of melancholy, you know, I, I I need to feel wanted again, you know, like those little kind of bits. It does feel like he's kind of putting himself into the song a bit more than on some of the other tracks that are on this album. Because it's a bit different to most of Prince breakup songs. That mostly mostly Prince breakup songs are him like trying to get the girl back, trying to get the woman back every time, yeah. or him yeah. pining like crazy. Like you know, I think. I don't know. I don't know how many party for she how many pining songs I've done on this pod in this podcast, but it's it's the same thing. But this time it's more like, well, I know that I love you, but yeah, this is not going to work. No, yeah. I, I, I don't want to do the go down this path, which is the total opposite of every other Prince breakup song he does, where he's basically just wants that woman back. He yeah, knows he wants it back. I mean, there are some interesting thoughts because obviously, you know, he says, you know, um, I need to feel wanted again. I need to feel love is alive, you know. And he he says, you know, we, I've been trying to make you happy since we were sophomores. Um, so I mean, that suggests that Prince at this is not playing Prince in this. He's playing obviously someone a lot younger, uh, unless he's trying to suggest he's been with this person for I don't know twenty years because. This doesn't seem like just given the kind of fragility of this relationship at this point, it doesn't seem like this could have lasted 20 years, um, you know, particularly as, as and, I mean, in, a lot of the song is kind of repeated. There's, you know, he kind of goes back to the whole, you know, break the gold chain and seven page letter. And, you know, he, he kind of goes back to the I got to get out of this city, you know, like, again, like, I mean, one of the things that, you know, kind of um, I will say about a lot of the songs on Rave is they're probably about, I don't know, 25 percent too long. <laughs> And you could probably, on this song, you could probably lose about, I don't know, a minute and a half off the end, and you wouldn't really lose anything. Like, it it kind of feels like he's, I don't know, this is this is the era of, like, 80-minute CDs, and it feels like Prince is really trying to fill the time. And we kind of, we kind of go around one time too many for my liking, where it's just like, okay, I've got the point. Like, you know, loving you is a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Like... Like we don't need to hear that like another two times before we get to the end of the song, um, you know. It feels like it's kind of made its point. I mean, there's a, there's a point in the middle where it's like, you know, if there's no future and then there is no past and all we've got is right now, let's make it last. You know, that's a nice sentiment. But then after that, we're kind of back to the "Why are you screaming?" You know, I'm not a man of war, <laughs> kind of, and yeah. we kind of get into this repetition know. again of "I got to get out of the city," and it's like, okay, Prince, I feel like we've made made your point. You know, like. Yeah, you know, he finishes telling us, "You know, I'm not a man of war," and I'm like, "By now, I do." After five minutes of this, I'm fairly clear. <laughs> you are def you are definitely yeah. not a uh, gigantic jellyfish. <laughs> but I thought that well, the song ends with what one of the things you like anyway. When he actually mentions the name of the song again, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, do, sign, it finishes. But... Yeah, it finishes with the name of the song, but it finished with the name of the song like six times. Like, yeah, true. you know. <laughs> But yeah, like as I said, I kind of I, I do like the kind of the harmonies are really great on this song. So it's like 
it just I don't know. He's like triple or quadruple tracked it, and it just it said that's why I think it sounds like a boys to men song. Yeah, because it just sounds like you yeah. just you, I can just picture the clip of four princes and the guy at the end with the cane who's doing the big deep deep bass voice doing that that bit. I can definitely see it. But yeah, but um, see, I kind of like it. I, I I don't know. I think you're right a little bit right about it. It's a little long, but uh, you know that's only a minor criticism. But yeah, I do, I do love the fact that it comes back to the 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 number thing again because it's like I know it's a theme. It's like the, the seven pages, and I wish I had peace of mind. So I think I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if she wrote him a seven page letter about why they're breaking up, but he still can't work out why. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah, I, th- I mean, obviously he's calling back to that uh, that classic episode of Friends where Ross and Rachel break up, and uh, you know she writes him a super long letter. <laughs> And, uh, you know, when, when she wants to get back together with him and then decides not to get back together with him, he goes, don't worry, I still have the letter, um, you know, and he, he yells both sides. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, <laughs> to me, it, like, it, it feels like the point of the song is made within three minutes and then we just keep on going. And, you know, I, I kind of understand what's happening and I'm like, OK, Prince, you know, we, we, we've kind of got the point. And, you know, I do like the, I, you know, I'm always a fan of Prince kind of, you know, quadruple track in his own voice. But that's one of the things that kind of adds to the kind of claustrophobia of this album a little bit is it is a lot of songs with Prince quadruple track in his own voice. And, you know, this kind of we're not we're not a huge amount of tracks into the album, but, you know, we're far enough into the album where like the kind of quadruple tracking gimmick has kind of got a bit tired by now. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's hear some other voices. I mean, we've obviously had guest appearances at this point, but it just kind of, it kind of feels, I don't know to me. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead too quickly, but you know, I've, I feel like for me, it's like a three and a half out of five. Like if it was a minute shorter, I feel like it could be a four out of five, but it's, it's just one. Of, and in fact, like the fact that Prince remixed it and he only took it down by two seconds, it clearly shows that he feels that he needs all five minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, Prince, I feel like I feel like you've made your point, like more than enough times, you know. Um, I like the production on it and everything, but it just it feels kind of a little plodding. And it's like, you know, if like there's no point where there's kind of like soaring vocals. Like if you're going to do this, like give yourself like, you know, a, a kind of Mariah Carey middle eight where you kind of really get into some vocals. But instead, it's just kind of the same thing over and over. Uh, which, you know, unfortunately, I feel is a lot of this album. It's very much like the same thing kind of over and over, stretched out just a little bit too long. And then, you know, by the time by the time you get to the end of the song, you're like, mm, I would have liked this song a little bit more a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> but now I'm kind of, you know, I'm having to take like half a point off. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, rounding it down, I'd say three out of five, which, to be honest with you, is kind of where I stand on most of the tracks on Rave. Um, you know, it, it's, they're kind of the whole album kind of feels three out of five ish anyway. So, but I'd say three and a half because I I do kind of I like the kind of you know the thought behind it, but it, it just ends up it just ends up taking too long for my liking. Yeah, so for me, I actually give it a four because I actually kind of like it. And I do like the like I said I love the harmonies and the guitar work, and yeah, I kind of understand it is a little long for what it should be, but I don't know. It's not a major criticism for me, but. Yeah, considering we're going to talk about another song later, it's it's probably a lot better than that. But yeah, I'd say <laughs> I'd say a nice solid four. <laughs> yeah, this was also part of a uh, a record sampler, the MPG record sampler, um, kind of similar to One Eight Hundred New Funk, 
um, where it was it was called the Man of War Remix MPG Record Sampler, and it was going to be released in summer two thousand. Um, and essentially, this was the only like full length track that was going to be on there, and then there was going to be a series of other tracks that were just like little excerpts. Um, you know, inc including stuff from like Rosie Gaines, including a couple of tracks from Madhouse. Um, you know, a couple of songs from Larry Graham, a little bit of like Shaka Khan, and then a couple of songs which are credited to the MPG, but, but you know, turn up later on on Prince albums. Um, and the whole thing was like 18 minutes, and five minutes 11 of that is the remix of Man of War, <laughs> so it makes up like a, a huge chunk of it. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it's, it's interesting that Prince felt like you know, you know, this would be a suitable kind of promotion for you know, the whole label, for the whole MPG label. Um, you know, the fact as well it was called Nine Deep Tracks it always kind of amuses me a little bit because it feels like it's like a, a, a Star Trek Deep Space Nine reference that Prince has kind of hidden in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the only real interesting thing about that is that it contains two tracks from the unreleased Madhouse album 24. You know, this is not really a song that I, I kind of, you know, I think about that much. You know, Prince performed it exactly once on the 13th of June 2000 um, in in Minneapolis. So obviously it's not a song that he thought about much. But I don't, like the idea that he... I guess that would have been part of the promotion for the, the sampler. Like that would have been around the time when the sampler was meant to be released. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like... You know, it's an enjoyable enough song. But it, 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 I don't know, it kind of falls into this trap that a lot of songs on Rave do as well. Of not only going on just a little bit too long but also opening and having the title said within the first couple of lines. So the fact that he says, you know, Man of War within the first... Like, practically every track on this album opens with Prince saying the title of the track you're about to listen to. And I find that, like, once or twice, interesting. Over the whole album, a little bit irritated when it does it kind of like 16 times and you're like, okay, I get it. I, I, know, I know the names of the tracks now. Um, so, you know, and he even does that to Every Day's a Winding Road when that song does not start with the words Every Day's a Winding Road in the original form. Um, so, you know, he kind of even applies it to that. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like, you know, the fact that Prince kind of never went back to it, um, even though he intended it to be part of like a promo, you know, I find that kind of interesting, you know, obviously we had the kind of Raven to the year 2000 kind of concert, which barely featured any songs off Raven to the Joy Fantastic. So that shows you what kind of, you know, how quickly this entire album kind of went out of Prince's mind. He was just like... I'm not going to perform any of these tracks. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's an enjoyable enough track, but, you know, it's not one that I, I really think about that much. Um, so, anyway, I feel like we've said about as much as we can about Man of War. So, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Victor? Uh, there's nothing for me to plug today, Darren. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure what you would, at track at gmail.com. Thanks much more for being my guest here, Victor. Uh, thanks, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. <laughs>